0: Stav, Abby, and Matt. Stav, Abby,
1: and Matt. I, don't, I mean, I don't care if you're getting waxed. Good on you. So, that's Abby just leaving as we start to record the podcast. She's not getting waxed. Usually, though, when she leaves out, like when she's got to go quickly, yeah. Well, she's you, getting you, waxed. You generally know if she leaves at nine that she's getting waxed because that's an all-day process. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, all how'd right. I go, how'd I go Now, what, yeah, I'm okay <laughs> Now what we're going to do is We're going to have honest chat Because Abby's not here Yes, yes No, no, no. we're not We're scared <laughs> Hey, big show today uh, And you're going to get it all here on the podcast An interesting woman from Ireland mm, Who is married to a ghost No word of a lie and she's she's serious about this as well. This yeah. is this is not it's a, a joke. long relationship. Yeah. Uh, you'll hear. We're actually going to play the unedited version of the chat because I think the original went for sixteen minutes. Okay, uh, we cut it right down, but mm. we're going to get nitty and gritty with that. Uh, that's coming up Plus uh, Colin Fastnich And in the middle as well We will tell you the letter for tomorrow's Alpha Bucks Here we go
0: Stav, Abby and Matt On Hit
1: 105 In walks Colin Fastnich Colin is known for like being the iron fist of cooking Please welcome Colin Fastnich My Kitchen Rules uh, It's really starting to heat up And it's because this man steps in And he tells them how it is And I love it uh, Colin Fastnich is on the air Hey buddy How are you? What a season this one's been. It's been an absolute corker. Well, it just gets better, doesn't it? It starts tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they say to you? They go, look, mate, you're up. It's time to get in there. I mean, there's already been a lot of fire in the kitchen, but do they say to you, get in there and stir them up?
2: Uh, well, apparently I'm, I'm more of a helping hand this year, but that's 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 what's written down on the piece of paper, but I wouldn't say that. Mm. I, uh, I like to, uh, like, um, you know, just stoke the fire.
3: <laughs> the, yeah, cause more trouble. Cause more trouble. If you had yeah, a little exactly. bit of... I want to know, Colin, because I know that you're good friends with Manu. You guys are hilarious yeah. on a night out. I've seen you guys before, but I wanted to know, is this going to be the next stepping for you? Are you like, why aren't I in a movie?
2: Me, me in a movie?
3: Yeah, well, he's just <laughs> done a movie.
2: Yeah, I know, yeah. I could be, like, um, a terrorist. Or something. could not be Irish terrorist <laughs> 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 They always were. Yeah, yeah. And oh, Russian
3: yeah. or Irish.
2: Yeah, yes. yeah, you got a bad rap for a while well, there. okay, there yeah. could be
3: other roles for you.
2: <laughs> Clear and present yeah, no, I, I played a bad guy. I like to yeah. play a bad guy.
3: <laughs> All right, well, we'll put it out there. We'll
1: hope that there's someone writing a script for you.
2: <laughs> no, do <dumb. laughs>
1: <laughs> Now, apart from uh, being a chef, apparently you're also a bit of a drummer at home.
2: Yes, that's... That was my original career choice, but obviously that didn't work out.
1: <laughs> I wonder what were your band names that you played in when you were younger, because you know they were always teen, like the high school bands and stuff. You always had the best names.
2: Oh, we had uh, we played like in a goth band was the first one, mm. and that was called Damalix. Right.
1: What was it? Damalix. I don't know why. Hmm.
2: Damalix. Mm-hmm. That's the name. It was already there when I joined. And okay. the second
1: band was called uh, Medicine Man. Okay. Medicine man. Well Maddie, you were in a band. What was yours called? Uh, we were called serotonin. Oh <laughs> brilliant. Really? Yeah. Wow. Ah. Serotonin. Yeah. I too was a drummer, Colin, so you and I have Where? Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, yeah. Ah. Not, yeah.
2: yeah what do you mean you're where? You you're always a drummer.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is true. I haven't <laughs> I haven't picked up the sticks in a while. I reckon we should get together maybe sometime, beat some drums and <laughs> <laughs> we can be the only band with two drummers I
3: just know that you guys are going to come around at Christmas time that's when you guys are really going to little drummer boys I went
1: to,
2: I went to, my, to Manu's house for Christmas day we had a Christmas lunch there and me and him spent some space drumming in the spare room the next thing you just see two wives coming up and just dragging us out oh, <laughs> yeah. poor Pete Evans you're just
3: leaving him out have you ever asked about whether he wants to drum with you guys
2: I don't think Pete can drum, but he can, uh, Pete can probably sing because he's got the, uh, you know, mm. he's the
1: good-looking little mohawk man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can drum up some controversy. Yay! Yay!
3: Um, do you guys Please still do... it alone.
2: We, we,
3: we do love it when we speak to contestants that have been on um, My Kitchen Rules and they say that when they're filming, they always have to come up with a skill that they need to perform on the night. Now, you never see it on the actual TV. It's just for when producers are arranging things in the kitchen.
2: No, sometimes the, it's like a party piece yeah. in the uh, restaurant. Yeah, we had to do on our, our one. Will and Steve was one. We had some skill. I can't remember. It was like darts or something, and I won. That was good. <laughs> well, they never showed it.
1: <laughs> I love how everyone also too they give them a title, like you know everyone's always has to be like the fitness gurus mm. or the these people oh, yeah. or, or the accountants. Or
2: oh, the yeah the, the plastic people or the yeah.
1: Yes, yes. Do they do, does that? Is there a big meeting behind that when they come up with the names for those?
2: I'm I'm sure it is, but I'm not invited. <laughs> my, my... I'm, a, I'm a very small cog in a big wheel.
1: There was one year I saw the promo and look, I don't know whether it's just my twisted mind, but it went through everyone and they said everything that they were, you know, they had the Russians Mm. or something and then they had like the tennis players and then they just had the Smiths and that was their last (laughs) name. The two people just happened to be of Asian descent Uh and I think they freaked out and they thought we we can't can't give them a title. People are going to think we're being racist.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, I'm staying out of this one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you saw it
2: too. I think we need to get some Irish people on there. We call them the potatoes or something. Yes,
1: yes, that'd be good. Judging by your previous, they would be the terrorists. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, um, this this might be a personal question, but it's written on the paper, so I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, you you previously said that you're trying to you're trying to make a baby girl, you and your wife.
4: No, they oh, no, are reading the wrong
2: paper, mate. Sorry, a boy. I've, I've got two girls, and I, I need a boy. Mm. Yeah, you're going for a uh, boy.
1: Have you tried any of the old wives' tales to try and try and get the boy?
2: Yeah, it's called uh, having sex. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
2: a pretty good wives' tale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Apparently,
2: um, a lot of chefs have girls because the heat in the kitchen affects. Mm your uh, bits and bobs yeah. apparently
3: apparently it's the same as um, sportsmen if you look back at professional sportsmen they say that they're more likely to have a girl remember we spoke to Corey Parker mm. Broncos player and he mm. is, he's is he got this set formula of it and I got right. into this big conversation with him I'm like this is very awkward now like you've got to yeah. have it this time of the month and then you've got to do this I was like cool thank you good,
1: good to know <laughs> so maybe I'll
2: just sit at home and watch more TV and then, and then have a go
1: Maybe. That will I think that would be the way to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh well seven thirty tonight, channel seven. Uh it is back on my kitchen rules. Great season. Colin, uh, looking forward to seeing you pop up there, buddy. Nice to talk to you this morning.
0: Yeah, get ready, it gets a lot a lot fire here. Stab, Abby and Matt.
1: On hit one oh five. Ah, g'day, it's Tradie Chat Tuesday. Yeah, It's that time of the morning where we hand control over to the, the radio station to the one, the only, the man who draws up the plans and then brings them to fruition, Scotty Too Hottie, <laughs> Abby's <laughs> husband and bona fide tradie. Good morning, buddy.
5: Ahoy, oh. how are we, Stabby? Before we go Bonified. any further. I like that
1: word, bonafide. <laughs> yeah. Bonafide? Simmer down. Um, <laughs> Sorry, mate. Walking, walking Dead <laughs> returned last night. Oh, you're kidding me, mate! Oh, I knew Leave you. A heads were. up, bud. No, no, sorry. All right, continue. Yeah, come on, uh, mate. Man. Jesus, buddy, football, What's, butts. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey dog the boys. There goes, you're there on the goes my night card tonight. List now, mate. <laughs> yeah, mate. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: What do you got for us this week?
5: <laughs> uh yeah. Well, I'm not having you around, stuff Because man caves. Mm. Talking about man uh, caves. Mm.
4: Yeah. It's you a know, dream of I had every
5: new one down in Adelaide.
4: Mm. <laughs> and
5: then she dragged me up here to Brisbane. Vegas and I don't have it anymore.
1: I have heard about your well, one in Adelaide. It was huge. It was the whole back shed, wasn't it? It was massive.
5: Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it pool was, table, dartboard, yeah. mm. built my own fire pit yeah, fireplace place, fire sort of thing, and, mm.
4: the and we'll,
5: fridge in the corner. Oh, staff. It, yeah. it. it was bigger than our it was bigger than
3: our house. And better than our house, to be honest. But it used well, it to just be, be Yeah, it had to be a drop in place though. Like I would come home and there'd be guys oh, out yeah. in the man cave. <laughs> Scott wasn't there. And I'd be like, hey, guys. And they're like, hey, how are you going? Do you, do you want a beer, abs?" So I'm like, no, I'll just be in my house. <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah, sounds yeah like, no <laughs> women allowed. It sounds, sounds like door. a crack then. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of
1: like that.
3: No, no you no, don't, don't say
1: that. Really. Come uh, on. Uh, what do you got now? Nothing. I got See, nothing.
3: No, you do have a man cave. It's just really, really small. We're having this fight at the moment because... Um, well, I don't want him to have one, and, <laughs>
1: and, and that's
3: that. <laughs> See you, Scotty. Yeah, you know
5: what? Women change your whole life. yeah. Mm.
3: For the better. He um he wanted to build downstairs into yeah, a media room, that. and I was like, no, you no media room. Let's make it into a bedroom. And then he said he was going to have an area, and I was like, well, no, because he wants to put these glasses that he collected from all over the world. Yeah. Um, drinking beer glasses. He obviously
4: stole yeah, them. He'd be
5: proud of me stabbing Matty, or um. <laughs> No condone stealing, but I thought it was boring more like it. Uh, you know, we went round all different countries and I was taking a, a nice beer glass from each, each a- sort of country. No. So About that, up- Scotty. Yeah, what?
3: Why do you think I don't like the glasses? Well, maybe them.
5: Freaking, I don't know why. Because it was why you not? and your
3: ex-girlfriend that got them all. Oh, that's
5: not at all. Oh. That's, that's not like, what it's all about. Hang I on, like, so did them you... Put up there and think of her, eh? Did you
1: think... Did you think it was Abby that you went with?
5: <laughs> I thought
1: it was. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when that happens. Uh, hey, no, babe, it wasn't it wasn't this fun, that, that great night. Remember that we had wild sex on the beach? It yep. wasn't me. Don't remember. wasn't me. <laughs> So I'm not a big yeah. fan of them. So, so I've like got that
5: them. time when uh, Abby thought well, I went to the movies with it once. What's this? It wasn't me.
3: What happened? And I just kept going hard. It was you because it wasn't me. And I was like, yes, it was. What and happened? then we did this oh, and this no. Abby and this. Sat in
5: the back row with some old bloke. Okay, all right. Who knows what happens? So but anyway, you brought that one up. there.
1: Yeah.
4: Hey. yeah. Right. Okay. So, so who, who was case? It? <laughs> no, no,
1: Hang on, hang on. We're, we're somewhere better. Okay. Who who was it? If... I don't. <laughs> you don't know yeah, who it she was?
5: No, she's beautiful.
1: Yeah, you
3: know, back in the day, I tell you, Scotty. What? I, no, I thought it was you, but it wasn't. It was my ex, and I was telling him about. Hey, remember when we? And he goes, No.
1: Can I ask you a question? What was the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hmm.
3: I don't know.
5: Lucky. Every day does, Dallas.
3: <laughs> Frozen. Stop.
5: Schindler's Stop. List.
1: Stop. <laughs> You're not doing well to get your man cave, babe.
5: <laughs> I ain't getting no man cave. Come on,
1: mate. You're the builder. You're building the house on your own. Just build what you want. Why? Why? What does well, it matter?
5: you're right, Maddie. I had a nice media room marked out down there, and then she may have put a built-in in there now. So I don't know. I'm gonna have to try and maybe stick the little bar fridge in there and drinks the tray in the corner.
3: Put your prized glasses out.
1: <laughs>
5: yeah, I was gonna hopefully get them out. <laughs>
1: At least he remembers oh, remember it, wasn't ex- you. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, well, you know what? Uh, you know what you do? You just build the media room and you go, mate, baby, sorry, I thought it was you. Oh, no, it must have been some other chick who said <laughs> I could build it. And then, you know, too late. It's already done. Uh, Scotty, well, as always, a pleasure, my friend. We shall do no, it same time on. next Tuesday. Alright
5: sounds good You have a good day You too Bye, Bye darling uh, Stav, Abby, and Matt On Hit
4: 105 Can you make a headline ring? <laughs> you can ask us anything
1: Throw on the show over to you We'd love to chat this morning on 131060 Best callers on air Going to check out Dave Hughes the snorkeler. Uh You can buy tickets at Festival.com. Very funny man uh, Get on right now so you can win Anything you want to talk about We've we'll got
3: Darren uh, What do you want to discuss in first calls?
1: Hey, how's we going?
2: Good.
1: Good.
2: Um, yeah, well I was at uh, Woolworths the other day and I took most of the um, caramel uh, chocolate bars.
3: Yeah, so I've, I've been seeing this on social media. So caramel has been around for a while, it's just the Cadbury chocolate, but it's like, is it come back or...?
2: Oh, it came back I think for one day and then all stocks were gone. I was calling up everywhere uh-huh. to get some more. but. Yeah, I took took about a hundred from Woolworths.
1: Oh, like, like a baby, baby formula, <laughs> and now you're selling it. I um, uh, do you know what I saw in the freezer that I hadn't seen before? These things are great too. Don't know if you'd be into them, Daz. Um, golden Gay Time crumbs.
2: Yeah, we we actually do those as well. We got to, um, we do like um, cronuts and that with. Uh, oh. Like we have got a store, like an online store. We do like cronuts with um, yeah, thumb right. crumbs on them.
1: Wow, you got the dark web of food, yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I um,
3: I just went and borrowed a pen from someone's desk, and I've seen that they've got caramel on there.
1: But can you get it? I've never yeah. had it before, and everyone's online. Everyone's going on and on and on and on and on about it. Yeah. So you yeah. bought um that many for your to use in your products, right?
2: Yeah, we do. Uh, we've got a food truck, and we're gonna um, in an online delivery service. So we're gonna start making some limited edition uh caramel filled donuts. Have
1: you got... Can you bring some in this morning?
2: Yeah, we can try to bring some in this morning
6: for
1: you. Right, bring them in. Bring them in. That'd be good.
6: Okay, no
1: worries. We'll sell them on the the dark web. We're talking about the dark web later. Um, Abby's got some... Oh, she's brought in this caramel. No, it's not... Whose is it? Uh, You're on the air with us, Naomi. Hey. Hi. Hey. So, Abby, just wanted
7: to share with you, my partner has also mistaken doing something with me... (laughs) Um, that we had never, ever done before.
1: Right, so Abby was just saying that uh, she was um, telling a story about going to the movies with Scotty and it wasn't Scotty in the end. Yeah. Uh, and there may have been shenanigans involved. What did your partner mistake you for? <laughs> um, we were on our way to go get
8: pizza for the night and mm. I had no idea where we were going. I didn't know the area. And he's like, it's where we always go to get
1: pizza. <laughs> and I'm like, we have never been to get pizza. <laughs> P.S. This pizza shop's only two years old. What's going on? Oh, no. <laughs> wow.
7: He also did it about a football game, saying, "Saying, oh, remember when we've watched this?" And I'm like, "No." So he has an imaginary girlfriend that we call Portia.
4: You've named oh, her. I
7: love it. That's nice. great.
1: He named her. Wow. Yes. Her real name is Portia. She's only in town from Thursday to Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and, wow. Wow. That's wow. pretty cool. Yes. Alrighty, I've got the. Car- I've opened up the. Oh, I don't know if you can. I it's just not yours. From it's someone's from someone's desk. desk. It's Nick. Nick. I oh, well, yes, it. It, it has been. Yes. Well, what are we going to do with it? We're we just going to look in and sniff the pack. Are oh, eat you're it? eating it. Uh, I've never had it before. I think it's just like caramello, isn't it? Is it's all good? right. It's like. It's...
3: Well, it's a special edition. I think it's worth a lot. <laughs> and you know what? I'm not yeah. going to. Oh, I'm not eating it. What? Because New from I... Cadbury,
1: limited edition, caramel. Matty Acton from Hit 105 says. It's all right. <laughs> I wouldn't bloody line up for four hours and spend a thousand bucks on it. I but don't think people did. They well, did. Everyone apparently people bought the whole store. Work. Um, you're going to be in trouble. No, oh, what you do I? You just said can? I want to look at it. No, I didn't. Or well, d- what? Oh, he won't be disappointed. There's nothing great about it anyway. I've just I've just saved him a couple of minutes. So they're his sponsoring life. our
3: show from now on.
1: Well, cancel them. We don't want their money. <laughs> oh, oh whoa,
3: no, whoa. you know,
1: oh, did. did not know just how this works. Sale, you're on the air, buddy.
3: There
5: you go. And they, uh, they just rang up. Scotty just rang up about his man cave. He's not allowed to have his man cave. Yeah, yeah. Because last week he was talking about having sneaky beers. Mm. And Abby's specific response was why don't you come home with the boys and drink beer rather than have sneaky beers? But mm. yeah, well, now he's trying to have the man cave to have his beers but he
1: can't do it. So where's he going to have his beard? That's a good point. You
3: know, Dale, you really do have me there.
1: Yeah, because you can't really have the, the tradie boys all back yeah. around to the Hamptons-inspired mansion with the
4: chandelier <laughs> that you've
1: made for him, can you? Uh,
3: yeah.
1: If, it, if yeah. he's at the pub getting out of
5: control or... <laughs> There's a woman you don't like. You can't do anything about it. But I've the man cave, he's getting
1: out of control. Oh, I like he's the dragging uh, to bed. I, I have... like the footings you put in here. This bloody beautiful. You've nailed this, Hampton Scotty. <laughs> I'm
3: suggesting he get a shed, Dale. I have been encouraging him to get a shed out the
1: back. As long as it looks like a beach house. <laughs> 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 it,
4: the
5: building just needs to call it something other than the man cave. So when it's done, and go, ah,
0: oh, yeah. By the way, it's a man cave. Yeah, yeah good, good
3: point, good Dale. On. No, I'll cool. take that on board.
0: Dave, Abby, and Matt
3: on Hit One Hundred and Five. Wonder how this conversation went down. Prince Harry looked at his fiancee Meghan Markle and said, "Hey, hey, hey um, about the wedding invite list, I'm just going to invite both my ex girlfriends."
1: Is that is that a uh, royal Predicom?
3: Well, actually, it is. Well, he's, then that's fine. Because yeah, I'm a princess, yes. Bitches yeah. at the back. <laughs> because he had two long term um, girlfriends, and apparently he is inviting both of them, uh, Chelsea and Cressida, because <laughs> um, he dated them off and on, both of them, not at the same time, mm. for a long period of time, and still on good terms with them, so wants them to come to the wedding. But I guess this has happened quite a bit because at Prince William's, he had ex girlfriends attend, and Camilla Parker uh, Bowles attended Prince Charles, mm, yeah. and that was her ex. And even when they got married, Camilla parker um, Bowles' ex-husband came to the mm. wedding.
1: Mm. It's kind of mean to be honest.
3: I think it like you could have had all this. Yeah. Look what you're
1: not getting. Well, they don't have to go. Of course. Oh, I know you you do. You don't get an invite to that, not go. Yeah. Come on. You don't go. No, you got to go. Those no, chicks. Wait, hang on. They have to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is not what your opinion
1: on that one. We'll be spray tanning and getting mm. fake lashes. They—they've already started shredding for the wedding. Mm. They are going to look the because best they've ever looked. They're,
3: they're, obviously, they're going to be happier without Prince Harry. They've mm. probably found love, but they still could have been a princess.
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's with the hurt. fun prince as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they had him in the good days when he was loose, Harry. Now he's kind of cleaned up and he's, you know... Oh, behind agile, closed hum- doors, you don't know.
3: But I just want to know... He's not to-
1: wearing many weird costumes anymore. No, no, you no, no, no. He's no, not no. making those kind of party mistakes.
3: Not at all. But 131060, I want to know, can you invite your ex to the wedding? Maybe you've done it. Oh. I always...
1: Did
3: th- you? No. no did no. you? We had a rule that you couldn't invite anyone that you've been intimate with. Mm.
1: In Adelaide? How, who went? <laughs> <laughs> Walked into that one. You <laughs> <He> certainly did. <laughs> <laughs> Saved so we a had fortune a, on the bar tab. We <laughs> had a
3: big wedding, thank you very much
1: All strangers <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were, good friends Thank you all for coming from out of state <laughs> And I do mean all of you
3: Did you invite any exes? Yeah. And did Kat know they were?
1: Oh, I think it hers as well Yeah, right mm. What not about you? Not, no, I don't think I did I'm just scanning the room at the moment Because I'm
3: still good friends no. with my exes But not to invite them to the wedding Because I was like, well, that's sort of our private moment and yeah. I don't know if I really wanted them there. But no. I, there was one wedding I went to where the, um, the ex was, uh, the best man. Uh, so her ex boyfriend had become friends and then he was the best man. And I thought that's weird. Cause when you get up and do the speeches and mm. they've both been with her.
1: Mm. So yeah, well the best man's got to get up yeah. and talk about yeah. the person that he.
3: Yeah. But some people are more amicable than, uh, is that the right word?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
3: But they're better at it. They're more mature than I am. No, I don't
1: like it. It's not... No. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't. I don't like it. <laughs> I knew you Unfold. wouldn't. You know, I've, I'm of the firm belief that once you break up with someone, mm. you need to just cut them loose. Really? You need oh, to get Oh, no, because some people...
3: Because I, I look back and I go, I don't I don't think we were very good, like girlfriend, boyfriend. I was more good friends with them, you know? So that's why
1: we stayed friendship, but just not to invite to my wedding. Mm. Well, 13, 10, 60. Didn't take long. Brisbane's already started calling. Um... Did you invite an ex to your wedding?
0: Stav, Abby, and Matt on
4: hit one hundred and
1: five.
3: Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are getting married May the nineteenth. Just know that date off the top of my head. I am looking forward to it. I watched the last one.
1: So it'll be the last royal wedding will until uh the, georgie boy yeah georgie boy, <laughs> backs georgie up. boy yeah. yeah
3: but uh it's made headlines well it continues to but prince harry apparently is inviting both his ex-girlfriends his serious ex-girlfriends and that seems to be the norm megan apparently is delighted with it
1: yeah she's gonna walk down and be like mm-hmm but me look
3: what you know guts mm, be interesting to know the seating plan for them but we want not 13 10, 60. is this a common thing have you invited your exes to your wedding
1: tara's in redland bay have you done this tara
7: I have. I, um, I invited, he was probably my first real boyfriend as a teenager and we've been friends ever since and he came to my wedding and I've been married for 10 years and we're still good friends.
3: And your partner was completely fine with you still being close to him then?
7: Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's never,
1: <laughs> he's never
7: <laughs> said he's not. Okay. But, um, but yeah, no, he was more than happy for him to come. Yeah. What,
1: what if he rolled out one of his exes there?
7: I probably wouldn't be so happy.
1: Right. It's <laughs> because you know your relationship
3: and you go, I know this one's fine, but...
1: Hayley, uh, you had an ex at your wedding? Yeah, I
7: did. Um, my husband's uh, ex-girlfriend was one of my bridesmaids.
1: Right. So you guys are close. Or did he, was he, she a bridesmaid for him? No, no, she was um,
4: the,
7: sort of one of my best friends. Yeah, right. And when it didn't work for them and they weren't... You know, and it was a pretty mutual. This doesn't work for me kind of thing. And after that, a while after that, we decided to give it a go with her blessing. And she was standing up there on the day, and you know, does she have a new partner? Yeah, she's all like married and stuff now. Like this is almost ten years ago. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, Yeah. yeah, She's all married and having a, a lovely life.
3: As long as um, someone, in the, someone there doesn't still have a flame for them. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. still, oh, feelings.
1: It's harder if they would still be single, you know, mm-hmm. they're watching yeah. them get married. Uh, Hannah, you're in North Lakes. What's your story?
8: Uh, my ex-boyfriend's boyfriend was a groomsman.
1: What? Ex? So you yeah. your ex boyfriend? <laughs> I didn't
8: boyfriend. turn him, but yeah, he's gay.
7: <laughs> so his boyfriend was in, and he was in the black, black crowd or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh,
8: yeah.
1: So you became that's, friends that's... with his boyfriend after you were with him, or did you know him before when you two were together?
8: No, no, just through my... We're just really good friends, and yeah. Wow. that's
1: cool. There you good go. Yeah. <laughs> but not him, not the ex, just the ex-boyfriend's boyfriend. Yes. Yeah, but the ex was there, yeah. but uh, well, his not, but... boyfriend's the manly one. <laughs> <We're>, okay, <laughs> and you're in the unique situation where your partner would be like... I don't care. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Hey, Maddie, you're on the air. What's your story? So I'm actually the ex, Mm -hmm. and my ex
8: has asked my partner now to be his best man.
4: Oh, wow.
1: Okay. And how did that friendship start up?
8: So it started after I was... So when I was with my ex, they didn't know each other. Mm -hmm. um, And then we were split for a couple of years. And then they just somehow, I guess, with mutual friends... Mm -hmm. Started knowing one of that. I guess initially it didn't click that he was my ex. You know what I mean? Like I've been with my partner now for four or five years, so it's nothing. Like there's no feelings, there's no anything. Like I support his happiness, and so I'm happy to go to the wedding um, and be there. Like he seems really happy, and at the end of the day, I'm not gonna ever come in between my partner and his friendship. Like doesn't affect me, so I'm not bothered. I don't look at it as like, oh, this is what I'm missing out on. Like, I'm very happy with my relationship. Yeah, Yeah. that's it. And I feel like anyone that's going to the wedding, like, you wouldn't be going there going, damn, this could be me. Like, you've just got to... Although oh my Maddie, she felt like that.
1: Maddie, you do sound lovely, but maybe they bonded because they've both been through the traumatic experience of dating. <laughs> <laughs> that could be it.
4: Maybe
8: that's what they have in common. <laughs> <laughs> so
4: they go out to be beer and they talk about me. Splendid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good on you. They go. Well, it's more
1: common than you realise. So people maybe are maybe very mature.
0: Maybe it's the norm. Mm. I'd st- Stav, Abby, and Matt on
1: Hit One Hundred and Five. This. What is the deep web? The hidden parts of the internet.
9: Place where people communicate secretly and securely away from the prying eyes
1: of governments. The FBI is definitely going to be listening to this. They're listening now. Shh!
3: Last month, and I have been talking about it since, my friend has had an issue with things being purchased from the dark web. Mm. An ex of hers has purchased them. The parcels are coming to her house and she's quite concerned. And I was like, I have no idea how it works. So we're going to go to an expert and her name is Sarah Jamie Lewis. Good morning. Good morning. Now, we've started talking about the dark web because it's very foreign to us. Um, so for other people that have no idea, what exactly is it?
8: Sure. So the dark web is a network that's built on top of the regular internet, and it employs uh, privacy protocols and encryption to hide the IP addresses of the people who are using the network. So that's both the websites and the users.
1: Right. So, so an IP address is like your, like your home address, but for your website.
8: Yeah, can you, yeah, basically it's how the computer knows where to send information to you.
3: Now, as soon as you start saying that, you realise people that don't want to be seen are obviously doing things illegal.
8: Is that...? Uh, the dark web is much like the regular internet. You can find pretty much anything on there, from drugs and guns to pirated My Little Pony episodes to just people talking about <laughs> privacy and
1: security. Journalism. Hang on, Sarah. It's, it's... Sorry. Did yeah. you say you can get... <laughs> Drugs, guns, and pirated My Little Pony episodes? Absolutely. Yeah, just like the regular internet. That's a big leap. Hey, hey, mum, I'm just going to go and buy a Glock, some weed, and catch up on My Little Pony. Don't forget the My Little Pony.
3: My friend is not familiar with her, and she broke up with an ex of hers, and this was probably the reason, because he was purchasing um, stuff on there illegally. Is it easy to exchange money? Like, I don't. Is it if you're aware of it, can't police then be
8: able to track it in some way? I, this is a big. It's a big problem for law enforcement right now. Is how you cope with these sales. A lot of the sales on that are anonymous. People are good at um, packaging up stuff so that they can't trace back where they sent it from. Uh, all the money is. All the money is exchanged using cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. Um, and that's much harder to trace back to a person.
1: We've got Bitcoin, so well, we could get on the dark web. If you want My Little Pony,
3: then... <laughs> no, yeah. see, is it, is it just for people that are IT experts and by the sound of it, or is there a lot of people that are better at coding than what I'm aware of?
8: I uh, no, I mean, it's, it's fairly straightforward to, to get onto the dark web these days. Once you know the address of a the, of the site that you want to visit, you just pop it in like you would do in Chrome or Firefox or, or whatever. Right. It doesn't take much technical skill at all.
1: So what, what is the worst thing that could happen, though, on the dark web? We're, we're kind of joking about it being this place where you can go on, on a bit of an adventure. What, w- there, are, there is worse stuff that goes on there, some hor-
8: horrendous stuff that goes on there, um, child exploitation, um, human trafficking, that kind of stuff. Wow. Uh, generally, that, that's much more hidden from even... Uh, You're not going to stumble across a link, generally.
3: But then that needs... I mean, there needs to be a way that you can shut it down, then, if that's happening. is are you saying that it's never going to be able to I be mean, shut it, down?
8: It, it, like all technology, it has good and bad roles. The same technology that is being exploited by these people is the same technology that protects whistleblowers. I mean, sites like New York Times and Washington Post, they run um, hidden service websites on the dark web to... Uh, get information from anonymous sources. Right. Um, breaking the security for one necessarily breaks the security for the other.
3: There was an incident on the Gold Coast here recently where um, some school kids apparently purchased some synthetic drugs from the dark web. Mm-hmm. If
8: parents are monitoring,
3: I guess, internet, Like, how can parents actually stop there?
8: Um, generally, you'd look for signs that they were using the Tor Browser or, or some kind of um, specialized tool. and. Um, without actually going through and looking at the applications installed, it would be hard to tell. I mean, the main thing is to talk to children about Mm. the dangers of synthetic drugs and educate them about the risks.
1: You said um, with the journalists using it to talk with people, Mm -hmm. um, obviously that would be uh, like a lot of countries where they're not allowed to talk to journalists. I'm talking like North Korea Mm. and places like that. Is there any instances you know of where they've, they've used it for that? I mean,
8: the, the New York Times and the Washington Post regularly post news articles where they um, occasionally mention that they came from a skewer source. But the, one of the problems with this kind of thing is that if you report that that was where you got a, a source from, obviously then people doing investigations can, can use that to their advantage. So a lot mm. of the sourcing and reporting that comes from these anonymous channels is often... Um, obscured in some way.
1: But it, but it is quite <laughs> possible that there's someone very close to, say, like a Kim Jong-un who's going on the dark mm-hmm. web and, and sending back information via, via the dark web to journalists.
8: Oh, certainly. I mean, if you look at the reason why the Tor network was created in the first place, it was to um, make this kind of anonymous communication possible for military applications. Right. Uh, the thing about anonymizing networks is that you can't just have a network that's just used by spies. Because then all the other spies go and look at that network. Yes. So in order to have a proper anonymous network, everyone needs to use it, from journalists to criminals hmm. to the general public to spies. Um, and that's the only way that the people who need protection, white sources like human rights defenders, get that protection.
1: Well, uh, Sarah, very interesting, the whole thing. Uh, Sarahjamielewis.com is your website if people want to go and check you out. That's on um, the regular internet. Yeah. <laughs> What's your dark web website? <laughs> oh, I can't remember it. <laughs> I really appreciate you coming on and uh, informing us this morning. Nice to chat.
0: Thank you. Stav, Abby and Matt.
1: On Hit 105. Okay, here we go. We, we talked to some very interesting people from mm-hmm. all over the world. Uh, none more interesting than this person who you're very excited about, Abs. Her name is Amanda. Hi, Amanda.
6: Hi, how are you?
3: We're good. good. I tell you what, when we heard about you, we thought we'd have to get you on because explain explain in your own words your life situation.
6: Well, um, I'm well known for marrying the spirit of a 300-year-old pirate. Sorry, can you just say among that? Just things, one more time. Sorry, you yeah. what? <laughs> I'm famous for marrying the ghost of a 300-year-old pirate. Wow.
4: Okay,
1: wow. what's what's his name?
6: His name is Jack Robert Teague.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Sick. So, and tell yeah. tell <laughs> us tell, tell us about him. He's your he's your husband. And yeah. how how did you meet? How did you come to get married? How does it work?
6: Okay, well, obviously it's a really long story, so I'll try and be as quick as possible. Okay. Um. So, yes, so I work with spirit, I'm a witch and a spirit worker, so um, working with energy would be something that I was used to doing, however this strange energy that I wouldn't have encountered before came into my room, and this happened twice, and the third time it happened it was in my car, so I decided I would connect with this entity to find out who it was and what he wanted, So or it wanted, because I didn't know if it was a he or she at this point. So. I connected, and the first thing he said to me is, I'm dead, you know? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I know that, because he's quite witty, you know? So, um, so yeah, so that's how it kind of started. And um, Initially, of course, I didn't believe him. He told me he was Jack Teague and he was a pirate, and I was like, yeah, sure you are, because... If you work with spirits, um, then not everything is of love and light. And sometimes spirits will come in and they'll tell you a load of rubbish just to get attention or Mm. to to get talking to you, basically. So I really didn't believe him in the beginning. And, um, you know, particularly um, because I had a connection with that era, I was writing a book about it. And also I was very interested in the whole Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. I did some Jack Sparrow impersonation. So, yeah, I was like, this isn't really happening so um it took about 6 months of communication before I actually believed him that he was who he said he was uh-huh. and um at that point, then, I had asked him for various forms of verification and um, because one of the things that have been brought up a lot um, is that Teague is actually Jack Sparrow's father's name in parts of the Caribbean. So obviously that name was quite questionable to me. Mm. Um, mm. So he told me that uh, his dad was originally from the west of Ireland. His mum was from Haiti. So uh, he said, if you go back and check your genealogy, you will find that I'm an ancestor and that there's a Teague in your family. So that was something I could do. So I went back and I researched it. And yes, in fact, my great-grandmother's maiden name was, in fact, Teague from the West of Ireland. Wow. So, So yeah, so I didn't just pull that name out of the movie. So when you went back to do your research, because, I mean, obviously
3: you've seen him in ghost form, when you went back to see him, was it going to be awkward because you didn't know if you were going to be
6: attracted to him when you saw photos? Well, I mean, in the beginning, I mean, it wasn't really about attraction. Mm. You know, I was just about friendship, I guess. It wasn't until about six months in that I discovered that I had romantic feelings for him. And for me, that was obviously very, very strange. It was kind mm. of the same as somebody that would have a crush on like somebody who's a friend's husband or somebody that you can't have you're like mm, you know how am I going to deal with this so I just didn't say anything to anybody and hoped that it would go away mm. but it didn't and then it was the January and um, he said to me we you know do you feel that way about me and he obviously knew I did and I was mm, like yeah kind of and he was like yeah we can have a relationship we can be together so I was like well how's that going to work yeah. and then I went back and I did more research and found out that it's actually quite common. They're, they're in shamanism, um, being one of the, the the spiritual paths that that is very very common for spirit to have sex with physical people.
1: So you wait, actually wait, wait. have sex yeah, like, with the ghost of Jack. You understand that this does sound a bit strange, right, Amanda? I mean, I mean it does.
3: because there's a lot of single girls here in Brisbane that are going, "Why don't I see a ghost <laughs> every night?" Do you know, like,
6: what what? How does that?
1: How does it work? How does it
6: work? Well, spirits are around us all the time. Um, anybody can communicate with spirits, but you have to learn to do it. It's the same as learning to read and write. No, uh, I think anybody they mean ca- can do
1: what I'm right. I am doing. I think if they, they mean know how, how to do it. Like, can you actually how does physically the, feel him? How does, the, how does the intercourse happen? How do I? Fi- <laughs> Sorry, I missed that question. There, you broke up. How does the intercourse happen? Like, how how do you actually do that with a ghost? Right, well,
6: anybody that works with spirit energy mediums or whatever will will be able to to let you feel spirit energy because we all have energy around us and everybody's energy feels different. So you can feel spirit touch your hand or your face or your hair and many, many of your listeners will have had that experience. Even just going into somewhere that's haunted, they will feel cold or warm or they'll be able to feel that there's something not right about the energy around them. So, obviously, when you are having intercourse with a spurt, then you take that to a different level. So you feel the spurt energy touching you in a more intimate way. I mean, I'll leave the rest to your imagination. But, yes, you feel the spurt doing whatever it's doing to you. It's nothing to do with touching yourself whatsoever. If you are doing that, then you're not letting the spurt do it. You're pretty much letting the spurt watch you do it. So is he a, is he, is he a good lover? Yes he is he's, he's a brilliant lover but then he was a great lover when he was alive and we don't change that much when we pass over he was very very fond of the ladies and the men oh. I have to say too okay. Um a brothel, yeah. So he's, he's, he's very experienced, yeah. Oh, that's sad. Um, so you're no, saying. Just to answer people's questions, I can't get any spiritual STDs, so I'm
4: good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you're yeah. saying the way you are as a lover in real life is the same once you die. Does that mean if you're terrible in the sack? Yes, now, yes it does, man. It means yes, mate, that it when you're dead, yeah. you don't get any special powers? No, unfortunately,
6: you don't. So if you're, yeah, if you're, you're not into it in the physical. You're, you're not going to be into it in the spiritual. Damn it. Now,
3: Amanda, when you sent out invites and invited your children as well to the wedding, what was their reaction?
6: Well, p- different people's reactions were different, you know, because I've got quite a large family and a large circle of friends. So I would have sat down with my immediate family, as you say, my children, um, who mostly are not children. They're mostly more or less grown up at this point. But I would have sat down and explained the whole thing to them before. They were more curious than anything else as to how <sighs> this would happen. Pretty much, as you say, they they were like, well, how does yeah. it work? Mm. Um. Whereas more extended family who maybe were from an older generation found it a little bit more hard to to, to grasp. Um, And I explained that more to them in the way that, well, you believe in God or saints or angels. I mean, they're all spirit energy. So if you believe there's spirit energy there, then, you know, if you can talk to somebody that's dead, you can talk to somebody that's dead. It's not selective. So why do you find it so hard to grasp the idea that you can talk to a pirate who's dead 300 years if you can talk to somebody, you know, Mm. like, for example, Jesus, that's dead 2,000 years? And, I mean, my own spiritual circle of friends, because a lot of my friends are kind of into this, um... Mm. I mean, one of my friends actually met Jack's best man through our wedding and they are now engaged and they're getting married in June. No, come Matthew. on. Wow. wow. No, that's
1: amazing. Wow.
6: And <laughs> do you, yeah. Do you sit down and watch Pirates of the Caribbean with Jack? I have in the past. Obviously, I'd seen all the movies, bar yeah. the fifth one. Um, I hadn't seen that. That wasn't out at that time. But, right. yeah, yeah, I'd watched all the others many times mm. before I I met Jack. So, yeah, we watched them a couple of times. But, yeah, I mean, you, when you kind of know it, line for line, it, it gets a bit boring. But we did watch the fifth movie together in the cinema. We went to the premiere here in Northern Ireland. And the interesting part is that nobody knew we were married at that stage. And yet, in the film, there's actually a spoof about Jack marrying
1: an Irish girl.
4: Right. Wow. And did
1: he get a It's nothing to do with the storyline. It's just there, it's there. bang yeah, in around. the middle. When you take like, him... that's when... weird. When you take him to the movies does he get his does he do get his own seat do yeah. you have to like say to people you can't sit beside me
6: Yes, we do, um, because we go on double dates, me and my friend Crystal and Matthew and Jack, so sometimes yeah. we, we go on our own dates and sometimes we go on double dates. Yes, we do leave a seat empty for them. Now, an odd time in the pub on a Saturday night and people, you're saying, this seat's taken, yeah. and yeah. half an hour later people are giving you pretty angry looks. At,
1: yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> do- <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, mostly it's, a, it's, it's cool. <laughs> Is it like every other marriage where you argue? You know, I, I fight with my wife over, over silly little things around the house do you guys have arguments? Oh,
6: yeah.
7: (laughs) What
4: about?
6: Yeah, we do. We have lots of friends. I must say that I am a bit of a difficult woman, so I'm told. I'm usually the one who starts it. Um, It's not many times he's started. I usually would start it, and as you say, it usually starts over very, very silly little things. Yeah. So... Um, there's only once it got really kind of nasty and he did slam doors and tur- make the lights go on and off and stuff. So, yeah. That's
1: unfair. He, he had got really mad that night. <laughs> mm. he's, he's, he's got a fair, advan- unfair advantage on you there. Mm. You know, you can't just do that. Oh, I, I can
6: give as good as a guess.
4: <laughs>
6: I and the w- with, I'm going to banish you into a stone. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't really do that. Uh, no. Um, no. Is
3: it true no. that you had a recent pregnancy scare?
6: Yes. Well, yeah, that, that was a strange one. Mm. Um, yeah, it wasn't long after we were married. And, um, yeah, I, I missed my period for a month. And... Um, I went to the doctor and she took a pregnancy test and it came up positive. And she was like, you're pregnant. And I was like, no, I can't be. And she was like, well, you are because your age there's no other reason. So I insisted that I wasn't. So I went away and went back a week later, same thing. And she was really insisting. But I knew I couldn't be
4: yeah.
6: or, or could I, you know, but I knew I hadn't been with anybody physical. So I was insisting that I couldn't be. So she sent me for a blood test and it turns out that a nod time rarely when you start the menopause it can give you an incorrect uh, HCG Mm. reading which is how how does it you know it works with a pregnancy test. So I had asked Jack about it before I'd gone for the blood test I was like you know can can I get pregnant because I'm done I don't want any more children so I was like oh and he was like no because obviously sperm is made of matter and sperm is sperm it doesn't yeah. They don't have matter, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty safe. So, ghost baby, yeah, ghost baby, really
1: hurt though, like a ghost baby coming out. Yeah, but you see, like I'm the one that's it
6: alive, so yeah, crap. would be. Yeah. yeah, I don't really know how that would That'd work. be stupid. Although I have Steph. That on the internet because I, I I went to my research. There are people who do mm. claim that, but yeah. yeah, Jack has told me no, that it's not possible.
3: Did you? I mean, did you tell the doctor that you didn't think you were pregnant because your husband's a ghost?
6: Yes, I mean, my my doctor actually knew all about my wedding because we talked about it um, because I was quite stressed coming up to the wedding and my blood pressure was up and stuff. And so, yeah, my doctor knew all about the wedding. But, I mean, I think she was assuming that I must have, you know, been getting a bit on the side because she was convinced Mm. that I had to be pregnant. So (laughs)
4: Mm.
6: Was any of his family at the wedding? Yes, all of them. Yes, absolutely. Um, two of my daughters were bridesmaids. One of my daughters sang at the wedding, no, and my his, little boy was page boy. Yeah. His, his family. Yeah, my mum and dad um, came ma- as well. Um, so yeah.
1: No, no, Jack's family. I imagine because he's all of his family oh, would be Jack's dead. Jack's family, yeah. yeah.
6: Yes, his family are are all dead. Well, he was an only child. Um, not to get too much into his history, but um, his mum had been raped by his dad, and that's. How he was conceived, Uh so he hated his father. So he he has no contact with his father in in the spirit world. His mother has since reincarnated, so she's not in spirit either. So some of his crew members are still in spirit. One being Matthew, that met my friend. Um, Mm. so yeah, it would have been more his friends that were there than actual family. He had no brothers and sisters. Like myself, I'm an only child too. So.
1: I tell you what, it it opens up the dating world, doesn't it? It effectively quadruples your chances of finding someone if you can do this. You know what
3: you should start? You should start ghost Tinder, Amanda. Yes.
6: Yeah, well, I mean, me and Jack actually joked about that. Myself, and with Crystal as well. We were like, you know what, we should start up, you know, a ghost mm. dating site. That would be like something that would be fun, you know. But it's not for everybody. Some people just like the flesh and blood and, mm. and they just like that. And then other people, you know, there are people. It's called spectrophilia, actually. It is actually oh. a thing. Oh. If you do actually Google it, you will find that there mm. are. But there are lots and lots of people who mm-hmm. do it, but they just don't come out and talk about it.
1: Well, I of like
6: masturbation. People just don't talk about it when they do
1: it. That, that That is true. It's a bit weird to walk down your hallway going, just so you know, i five minutes.
4: Uh,
1: Amanda, Amanda Sparrow, uh, you uh, are married to a ghost. Uh, thank you so much for your honesty and sharing your story with us this morning.
6: No problem. Thank you. Greetings all the way from Ireland. Have thank a great you, day. Thank you, and say hi to
1: Jack for us. You too.
0: Abby and Matt.
1: On Hit 105. Hey, Alpha Bucks, we're going to play it tomorrow. It's going to be the 28th of February, 8 a.m. is when we do it. And don't forget from 6, every 30 minutes, we actually give away the answers Mm. uh, to help you win the money. So if you turn us on at 6 and listen all the way to late, you'll pretty much win the 10 grand. And your letter for tomorrow is L for lemon. Lemonade. When life hands you lemons. Turn it into lemonade. That's right. Which, you know, when I was in America, I'm not sure if you know, I went to America. Should we save this for in chat? Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. I always do that.
0: Sorry. That's right. Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Box. Alpha, box.
4: alpha, box. alpha box. Here
1: we go, Brisbane, $10,000 on the line. And this week it is even easier because every half an hour we give away an answer. We just give it to you because mm. we want to give you $10,000. That's Let's right. So if you've been listening all morning, you stand a better chance. Sky in Runcorn, you've done the hardest part, you've gotten through. Morning. Hello. Now, you know how this works. You're about to get a letter from Abby Jane Coleman. Every answer has to start with that letter. If you get all 10, you get $10,000. Awesome. Thanks.
3: Sky, have you been listening this morning because Maddie's given three or four answers? No,
7: actually, I
4: haven't.
3: I just got in the car and I was like, oh, I'll just call through. And yes. no, I haven't heard any. That's totally it's, it's, fine. It's no, it's totally,
7: not. No, it's fine. fine. It's your it's fault.
3: Okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> hey, so Sky, your letter this morning is O for occupation. Okay, O. Oh. <clears throat> Name a female celebrity. Um, Olivia Newton-John. Name something you can wear. Um, pass. Name an instrument. Pass. Name an American state. Um, Orlando. Name in a shop at Westfield. Um, Oxford. Name something you can eat for breakfast. Oats. Name a song title. Um, Outcast.
1: Name a skin product range. Is Orlando a state? Is my question. Uh, It is true that Florida has a well known city named Orlando. Oh, well then, let me do some quick uh, calculations. $150.
6: Awesome, thank you Wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. $200. <laughs> $200 i would stay the
3: line, Sky. I might change <laughs> $200, dollars i will go through the ones that you awesome, missed Awesome,
1: thank um, you Something you can wear, you can have overalls or a onesie uh, And uh, something you eat for breakfast you, you had oats And a uh, song title out OMG or Over the Rainbow Okay,
7: awesome Thank you so much, guys Abby and Matt on Hit 105.
3: A letter has gone viral that a Brisbane mother has posted up on social media, all because she received a an anonymous note from her neighbour. So the neighbour doesn't really want it to to confront her about it, but it goes on saying that when you moved in, we heard these strange moaning and shouting come from your garden every day and night, for which we were concerned maybe illegal activities. We contacted the police, who in turn have visited your premises. Then goes on to say they informed us of your situation, that a person in your family is suffering from a mental illness and it was a source of the noise. So they address that, but then go on to say that you need to do something to uh, to help with this noise.
1: Now, so I imagine the next line in that would have been, I apologise. I apologise. Yeah. I understand what yes. you're going through. Yeah.
3: But no, um, unfortunately she didn't. And the the single mother has explained on social media that she does have an autistic son who's making the noises. And it's, quite confronting to get a letter like that. And Magenta joins us now. Good morning. Hi,
7: guys. How are you doing? Good. Right. Now, you
3: posted this letter, and I have read a lot of the comments of support, which have been quite um, comforting to you, I'm sure. But
7: how did you feel when you received that letter? Uh, look, when it first turned up, I I was you know pretty astonished, um, putting it mildly. Mm. Uh, and I decided that it, it really is bullying and it's not okay because – They already sent the police around. They understood he was mentally ill and still wanted me to do something like muzzle my son. You know, they're reporting it to council like he's a dog. It's a little ridiculous.
3: So when he goes um, outside, he makes noises. Is that for his stress as well? Does that comfort him? Yes.
7: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You've got it. Yeah. Autistic people is a massive scale. He's largely non-verbal, yep. so if I'm lucky, I might get a three to five word sentence from him mm-hmm. half a dozen times a day. Um, his mental capacity is that of a like a five to seven year old, right. and he always needs somebody to be around him and take care of him. Um, it is what it is. This this is this is the reality. So what I call Humming and yelping, they are calling, moaning and shouting. Mm. That's fine. Um, and it's part of his comfort. It, it's the same as breathing for him. It would be like someone who's got a nervous habit of twirling their hair mm. and telling them to chop their fingers off. Like, it's it's just, this is what it is. Mm.
1: Do, you, do you feel, Magenta, though, that you would have preferred if this person had have come to you and spoken to you, you would have been okay with it? Or would it still oh, have look, upset look. you in the same way?
7: In the first instance, because they don't have liked confrontation, and I get that, I'm a single mum, I don't like it either, Mm. but sending the police and then realising it's someone with a mental disability, perhaps then would have been the time to come and talk to me, and perhaps then we could have had a discussion and perhaps then it it could have been different, but it wasn't. I still don't know who the people are, and Mm. I put this up in my local community page so that hopefully somebody could come back to them about it. Hmm.
4: Um well pa- perhaps um,
1: perhaps then you should just play Metallica loud enough to um drown
7: <laughs> <laughs> out
4: the moaning well, I don't, don't know if yeah. oh. that one. <laughs> so
7: the local community page has been the biggest most supportive group yeah. of wonderful loving people. I've had about 400 people make a comment on my post in that page hmm. as well as now it's gone viral. Um and they've said things like, "Oh, we'll hold a street party outside yeah. your house," or, yeah. you know, just funny stuff. And then there's all the older mothers who are speaking up, and and fathers, there's families who are saying, yeah, our kid's autistic and we've received similar notes from our neighbours. Oh, wow. It's it's always weird as well to lay judgment. I think
3: out in public, because my my best friend's brother, when we grew up with him, he he was autistic, and the amount of people that used to lay judgment on his behaviour without questioning maybe there is something different with him. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, Mm. and it's like, well, you, you don't know people's circumstances, so you
7: don't lay judgment? I think everybody judges no matter what. But it's okay to judge and it's okay to have an opinion. Just have a little compassion with it yeah, yeah, and maybe right. ask
1: yeah. the question. Yeah, they have gone about it the wrong way. Well, Magenta, uh, we hope that uh, it all clears up in the neighbourhood. And if it keeps on going, let us know. We'll come and broadcast one morning and at ten past six, we'll do a humming choir. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all collectively yeah. get all of Brisbane in yeah. Mount Omni. I'll and bring just me come back pipes. It'll be great. And oh, we'll show I'm them. so excited. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> good, <mate. laughs> good on you. Good luck with it. Thanks for taking our call this morning.
0: Thanks, guys. Stav, Abby and Matt.
1: On Hit 105. We play some pretty great music on our station. Yeah, we do. What are we? We're hits. and An old school. school. Kaz, who answers our phones out there, one of our producers, um, when, when you call, ask her to say it. She's, she's the chick on the air who goes, hits. And in old school. school. Hit 105. She's the voice. She is the voice. Can
3: we talk, talk to her now? The voice. No, it
1: doesn't work. She'll have to come in and say oh, yeah. okay. that She's the voice, but you've got to try to understand her. <laughs> <laughs> there is, <laughs> There are things about our music, though, that I think um, you may not pick up on. Like If, if we say something a little bit naughty mm. in conversation, yep. we'll, we'll get a complaint from time mm. to time. But if
3: you sing it, it's fine. That's right. If it's mm. in a song, no one really picks up. R&B Fridays, mm. if you read out some of those
1: lyrics. Mm. Mm-hmm. <coughs> it's, it's, you know when you notice it the most is when it's your four-year-old has heard the song so many times, uh-huh. they sing along, and you go, mm. what's oh, <laughs> it? When my daughter was saying, uh, you can do it, put your back in. <laughs> and, and you have to be like, do you know what? Go for it. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. then you got to, if you say. "No," it's better just to, yeah. it's just a song. But you got to go. be
3: creative uh-huh. and come up with a story about what it is. Yeah, well, like it's, it's, a, it's
1: a song about removalists. Yes, yes. Yes, true. Yes. There's a song out at the moment uh Delta Goodrum's latest song yeah. which I really like it's a yeah. great song mm-hmm. what's it called I'm
4: just say it and I don't know how Think about
1: you, take it. you. I don't
4: Oh think about you like it when i'm looking like you Right try I shouldn't lose a concentration Think about you like it when i'm mm-hmm. looking like you
1: I reckon the, the message behind this is that genders are not equal Okay. Okay. In this time of trying to set equality, uh-huh. we're just not, and we need to accept it, and that is okay, because Why? it's sexy and cute and nice when Delta sings it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine if there was an Australian male artist who that song came across. If yeah. someone wrote that song yeah. and went, here, either you can have it, Delta. Guy
3: Sebastian would be okay with it. You don't think if he sung it?
1: Imagine like a Nolsey or someone. No, there. not Nolsey,
3: but yeah. a Guy Sebastian.
1: And I've resung the song. Oh, gosh. Just to prove it. Oh. I'm just going to say it and I don't know how you'll take it. I think about you <laughs> naked when I'm looking at you. My imagination. Got me losing concentration. I think about you naked when I'm looking at you. Always do, 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 do about you. Do, 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 think about you. About, about you. Do, 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 about you. I think about you naked when I'm looking at you. And I want every woman who talks to Maddie today to
0: remember that <laughs> lyric. Stab, Abby, and Matt.
7: On hit 105.
9: Dave Hughes. Dave
1: Hughes. It's Hughes. What a champion, Hughesy. Morning, buddy
9: morning, guys. You're doing a cracking job, as you always do. What, what what, a bunch of professionals. I mean, you deserve to get paid.
1: Seriously. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Tell you. them that, yeah. please. <laughs> <laughs> we might start introducing that. Uh, now, what do what we plug in today? The TV show, it's going off. The radio show's going off. You're coming to Brisbane, though, to do your amazing comedy show as well.
9: Yeah, that's that's selling out, actually, which is uh, great. Brisbane are really jumping on board. The Snorkler. Mm. Uh, the show is called The Snorkeler. It's... um. Uh, because my friends were surfers when I was growing up. They're all surfers and they got the attention mm-hmm. off the ladies. And as a snorkeler, I didn't get as much attention. So, But anyway, <laughs> my wife explained why the show's called The Snorkeler to my two daughters. Um, didn't explain the whole reason. Right. Um, right.
1: Because we you... were discussing it
3: this morning. Yeah, so. we <laughs> yes. were talking about it. Because. Yeah. I might need to get your uh, your wife to have a chat with me.
1: When <laughs> we well, we're, we're, were giving away tickets this morning, and when we plugged it, I said to the guys, "It's the snorkeler, You've you've got some gear around that." Abby's like, "I don't get it." I asked if you were a snorkeler and Maddie went sort of, "Well, no, but in certain times." No, but I, but I was. I don't a get it though. No, you know, I don't.
3: You're not talking about a... snorkeling then. No, I was. I was a snorkler,
1: and <coughs> snorkelers aren't as popular as surfers. But and, they're not and, snorkelers.
3: They're... they're like body board. Like you got boogie. Do you know boards, what's
1: You ever had that thing where the word's been used so much that it's lost all meaning now? (laughs) You
9: know what a snorkel is?
4: Yeah, Yeah, it's It's when you go and look at
9: all the coral. Yeah, Yeah, you look at the fish. And you did that. that Well, my mates were surfers and they got the attention of the ladies. But the joke is... Uh, girls, think about what a snorkel boyfriend could do for you. That's the joke. I mean, now you're starting to, you're starting to get it. Yeah, but you've got something in your mouth. Much.
3: You've got something in your mouth when you're snorkeling. Oh,
9: God I can't. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So it
3: doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, but you can still,
9: when you dive under, you're very good at breathing without, uh, Without, you're very good at holding your breath. Anyway, well, I
3: really want to stop. No, explain but you're not. <laughs> that's why you've got to stop. <laughs> like, oh, no, please. You're Bring not it. holding your breath. Is my point. <laughs> like, I don't. You don't know I mean, that. There's
9: a, lot of, there's a lot of mums and dads driving their kids okay. to school mm. right now. Yes, that want to. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So just. just Mate, as my I, d-
1: I go on with oxygen tanks. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there for ages. <laughs> Okay, I have to come up slowly otherwise I get the Ben's Day. <laughs> anyway.
9: anyway. We're working out during the show. I want, you, I want to see you there, Abby. Is that but your, your favourite Explaining your jokes during, exactly. during your show? And afterwards, yeah. <laughs> I did a joke the other night and someone said, oh, anyway, I said yeah. I had to explain to an audience member it's called sarcasm. I don't actually mean what I said there. So, yeah. anyway, and it's probably something that should happen after the show when you explain yeah. what you, you're joking about something. So
1: <laughs> We'll have the but,
9: but tonight, Hughes, we've got a problem on channel 10. Guys, mm. yes, Kate Lambrook's
1: on. Ida Butros makes yeah. an appearance.
9: Ida Butros, she goes hard, mm-hmm. yeah, real hard. What issues? Because
1: it's all about you know, p- people who've got problems and you discuss them. What, what's wrong with Ida? Has she got anything? Well, her problem is that I'm doing a, a show on this. She does
9: a segment on Studio 10 where she uh, solves people's problems. So she's claiming that I'm stealing her whole idea. And then she goes on to read out things people have said about me, which is just nasty. A lot of nasty people in the world. you know that? Mm-hmm. Well, well, give us just one and I'll see if you got mine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, one was—I mean, I just thought like, you're the you're the unfunniest person I've ever come across. Oh, oh that no, and not that's true. Just, I mean, surely that's not true. No. Surely there's people on buses who are less funny than me.
4: <laughs> or, you know,
9: any form of public transport, even people in cars, some of them, mm. <laughs> even on.
1: Anyway, maybe I am actually.
4: Yeah. Do no, you, I mean, <laughs>
1: you would get the people who tell you how terrible you are, but then recite your jokes to yeah, you. Yeah, because
3: they want a reaction.
1: Yeah, I tell you what is funny when people go,
9: I'm doing a show in Adelaide at the moment and there's people lingering outside the tent where my show is and after the show they go, oh, I didn't want to pay to see you, no way, mm. you're not funny, but can I get a photo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: It's like that when you get a heckler and, and they can go pretty hard sometimes, you would have had this, and then when you come off stage they come over and go, hey, wasn't that good, I helped you out, didn't I? Yes, and you're like,
9: no,
4: you didn't out. help me out
1: at all. Yeah. When yeah. I looked like I wanted to kill you, that wasn't you helping me. <laughs> uh, well, Hughie, we have a problem, it's... Been re-signed for another series, hasn't yeah, it? We're going
9: an extended series, so yes. Yeah, so we're 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 back in the studio uh, soon, and uh, yeah. So another eight episodes. So yeah, looking for yeah, it's going to roll on, just mm. roll on, you Great. know, just keep going, basically then, uh, everyone loses interest. But it's not going to happen soon. Because, I mean, people are interested. They're really into it. Absolutely. That's That's,
4: <laughs> <true>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's always handy. You, mate, you don't have a publicist for this show. you just got yourself. <laughs> you really... Hey? You're, yeah, right, you're doing right, a great job.
9: So. At. I'm a one-man band. Let's <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, you can check it out. Channel 10. Husey, we have a problem. You're back this afternoon as well with Kate to drive us home. And, uh, of course, get those tickets. Brisbane Comedy Festival to see you when you're in town. Nice to catch up, buddy. Dave, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, there we go. That's a podcast done. Extra business here. You were talking about when you were in America and uh, you were making lemons from lemonade. Forgotten it now. <laughs> 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 nah, just gaming. Um, I didn't realise you've got to be really careful when you order, because our, our sons drink lemonade. It's different. In America, yeah. Mm. So if you ask for lemonade, they bring you out like a lemony juice. Yeah, watery thing. thing. Yeah. You have to ask for Sprite. Soda. Sprite. Sprite. Ugh. Everything's Sprite. Right. Um, whereas we would just say lemonade. Yeah. And then apparently a waiter was telling me when we were there, mm. there's a part of America where there's like soft drink or soda. You just call it Coke. All of it. All of it. Right. But then you ask for the flavor of Coke you want. Oh. So you would go, when they go, hey, what do you want to drink? They go, I'll just get a Coke. Uh-huh. Orange, like Fanta. Oh. Or you ask for a, a Diet Coke or a Coke. Sprite? No, I'm not on that. I know. It confused me. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. But to to them, the brand Coke is so ingrained that they just think that that's an an actual type of drink. Here's something I'll tell you that makes me very proud of my home country, uh, Scotland. Scotland is the only country in the world uh, where Coke is not the number one selling soft drink. Can I tell? Do I still know what it is? Yes, you still do. Iron brew. It is iron brew. Also, the best hangover cure in the world. Don't think those two facts aren't related. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a creaming soda. Don't say that. That's no, what everyone sorry. says. No, it's its own thing. It's got its own taste. It's made from girders from in Scotland, and it's uh, oh, it's a, it's a delight. You can find it in your um, international supermarket. No. Way. Yes. No, you can't. What? I read something online where they said they weren't going to stock it anymore. Remember, I told you. <sighs> yeah, you did. Or oh, maybe know. I didn't tell you because I knew it would upset you. It too would much. break my heart. Yeah. You got to wash the haggis down with something. Maybe, maybe they said they were going to stop making it. I heard that they were going to change the flavour, and there was an uproar. Like it was like Braveheart; they, they all got on their horses and and revolted. Uh, so I think they changed back. But oh, uh-huh. I found something online actually here. Yeah. To be fair, it's an article from the Daily Mail. So it's got to be true. So yes, it can it be true? It can it be true? Can it be true? Iron Brew isn't Scottish, it's American. Nope. The drink was first sold nope. as Iron Brew, nope. I-R-O-N, yeah. by a New York-based nope. firm nope. in 1889. Nope, not even going to dignify that with a response. And if you're Scottish and you listen to the podcast, you'll know why, and please get in touch with Matty and tell him why he is so wrong. Don't yeah, me. we would love that if there's anyone Scottish yeah. listening to this, besides Stav. Mm-hmm. It's a free podcast, isn't it? Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hit us up on our Facebook page, Stav, Abby and Matt, or give us a five-star review and write a comment in there. We'll read it out. We'll discuss this more tomorrow. Yeah, and if you give us a one-star review, you can get to fuck.
4: (laughs) Stav, Abby and Matt. Stav, Abby and Matt.